Blog Talk Radio. I've been racing heartbreak with pure hesitation on you. Lately, daily, I question my expectations for you. Are you willing to sacrifice your own feelings? Delay what your happiness is protecting what you ain't missing on you. I spent so much time back and forth in my mind about you. It's to the point where I don't know what to do. Can't get my mind off of you. And though you don't have a clue, can you? I want you to. I need you to. Tell me. But I shouldn't gamble if it's really worth it Weighing my options It may not be better if we started talking Distorting my vision Still seeing the signs but it ain't my decision Can I let you go? If I'll never know Try to be loyal But one little spark made us water and oil Don't know what I'm in for I can't dialogue you so who do I live for? Another episode of Two Lit Tuesdays right here on Indesire with your girl, Nakia. Guys, guess what? Guess what today is? You follow me on social media, you know already what today is. But for those of you who happen to have been under a rock all day, you might not know what today is. We're here celebrating National Drink Wine Day on Two Lit Tuesdays. Yes! Like my second favorite day of the year because you know National Wine Day is my first favorite day. National Drink Wine Day is my second <laughs> favorite. So yes, I'm up here. I got bottles on deck, huge glasses of wine, and we are celebrating 
National Drink Wine Day here on Two It Tuesdays. Yes. Let me tell you something. And, you know, I went off on a little rant last night. If you missed our episode last night on New Music Mondays, we debuted some of the hottest new music from some of the hottest independent artists in the industry. A lot of those tracks were on our um, anti-Valentine's Day show on Saturday. Uh, but you might have missed it because you know it was a little long, and I know you had stuff to do. Um, so I gave it to you again tomorrow, mixed in with a little bit more, you know, music from what well, we got South Korea, we had um, Cape Town, South Africa, you know, all across the U.S. So a lot of a lot of hot new music that continues to come out from our independent community. So big up to you guys on everything that you're doing. But we had a little incident last night where our guest didn't show. Same thing kind of with tonight. I don't know. This is becoming a pattern. At least this guest has let me know. She's sick. So hope you get better. We look forward to scheduling you later on um, in the month of April. All right. Nevertheless, we skip no beats, right? We keep it moving. And so, uh, and plus, I had some shit that I wanted to talk about. So I needed to get up here right quick and just just let you know what was going on. All right. Because I know some of you depend on Indie Fire for the news. Okay, so I got some news for you. We want to offer our condolences to the family and friends of Janet Dubois. Y'all probably like, who? Come on. If you ever watch Good Times, you know who I'm talking about. Talking about Walona Woods. Yes, she passed away at the age of 74. She's one of the main characters on Good Times. Um, she was found dead today. Um, it is unclear right now uh, who discovered her body this morning. Um, and she had not complained of any, you know, specific ailments recently. She appeared to be in good health, um, according to those around her. And she even attended a fan event in Hollywood a couple of weeks ago. Um, as you remember, she played the Evans family's sassy neighbor, Walona Woods, on the classic 70s TV series, Good Times. Um, and she also, you know, we knew on the show she could dance and she could sing, you know, the talent shows or whatever, but did you know that she also composed and sang the theme song Moving On Up from Jefferson's? So not only do we remember her for her acting talent, but for her amazing voice as well. She also appeared in top movies um, like I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, uh, Tropic Thunder, and Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. She began her career and Broadway or on Broadway when she was cast in a number of plays, including Golden Boy with Sammy Davis Jr. and Lou Gossett Jr., um, plus A Raisin in the Sun. She also won two Emmys for her voiceover work on the PJs. I knew about that, but forgot about that. Yeah. She is survived by her three children. I um, we say rest in peace to you, um, Janet Walona Woods Dubois, um, who passed away today at the age of 74. Uh, also, I don't know if I have that information, but I know it, she passed away today as well. Um, Esther Scott, she's a veteran actress um, who's been in countless movies and shows over the years. A member of her family um, says that she suffered a heart attack um, last Tuesday at her home and was later found unconscious, taken to the hospital, and she... Um, has been hospitalized, you know, or she was hospitalized um, all of last week. And she passed on Friday. She passed on Friday. We're just hearing about that today. She was surrounded by family and loved ones uh, at the time of her passing. Um, but I guess 
uh, let's see, she 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 uh, was the voice of Shodu in the Star Wars animated spinoff Ewoks, um, and she had a, memor- a memorably hilarious scene in Boys in the Hood. She played the grandmother of a girl who hooked up with Trey, who was uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character. Um, let's see, she also had roles in on Encino Man, Beverly Hills, 90210, Full House, The Wayne Brothers, Martin, Nash Bridges, Melrose Place, ER, and The King of Queens, just to name a few. Uh, we say rest in peace, and again, we offer our condolences to her family and friends. She has passed away at the age of 66. It's our moment of silence. All right, so I got I got a lot to talk about. Because, you know, wine is like next to water. Wine is my favorite drink. So, you know, I know everything. I know everything about wine, right? But um, we want to give you some uh, travel advice, okay? we got Travel Tip Tuesdays, all right, what we're doing on Tuesdays now. And um, coming up on spring, you know, summer will be right around the corner and people will start to travel. You know, I see all the memes talking about when you get your income taxes, first thing you need to do is get your passport then I also see that that rebuttal to that is if you have to wait to, you know, your income tax money comes to get your passport, then you don't need to be traveling. Well, neither here nor there. I've had mine since I was, what, born. So um, <laughs> I'm well-traveled. All right. So um, nevertheless, we're going to talk about um, travel tips, all right, for those who may be preparing to go. I believe CIAA is coming up soon. Um, what did we just have also a weekend we just had and um, a lot of award shows are still coming up soon and just a lot, you know, girls trips, you know, guy trips, stuff's coming up. So you might need some of these travel tips. Like I wish my mother would have listened to me um, as a travel agent. I wish she would have listened to me when she took her last trip to Honduras and got stranded on her way back from Miami. She would have had these tips. She would have been good to go. All right. Um, put electronic medication, toothbrush, and an extra pair of underwear, mom, in your carry-on. My mom had nothing but her laptop. <laughs> she called me for MIA freaking out. Like, um, my luggage is probably still in, did I say Honduras earlier? I don't know. I've been saying that a lot today. My luggage is probably still in Nicaragua. I'm already in Miami, and I don't have anything. I have my purse, and I have my laptop. My, what's in your carry-on? My laptop. No, lady. You know better. <laughs> you don't you have nothing. She's like, I have a toothbrush, you know. Other than that, yeah, she was SOL for real. So make sure you put all of that in your carry-on. Um, a swimsuit is also a good idea if, you know, you're going to the beach or on a cruise vacation. Um, although you can replace most of these things um, if your bag gets lost, having them in your carry-on will save you money and it will save you time. If your luggage doesn't make it to the destination, you know, when you do. So because she still had another flight from Miami, she still had another flight um, that she had to take. So it was it was like Saturday morning. She should have been coming in like Friday night. Then Saturday, she should have been home, and she ended up getting home, like, Sunday morning. Then it was, like, Monday or Tuesday, but one bag arrived at the airport, but the other bag didn't. So she didn't get, her like, a huge luggage until, like, that Monday night or that Tuesday. I mean, they gave her crazy stuff, but she's freaking out because she's the perfect traveler, the perfect flyer of it happened to her. And so just 
this one time this happened and so it's just it's made her very paranoid and she's flown for a hundred years but now she's paranoid because you know with the luggage getting lost and, and and then they were telling them that they were going to have to sleep in the airport like they didn't have any you know hotels around like everything was closed and i'm like ma mia is an international airport ain't shit closed you're going to be able to eat you know what i'm saying you're going to be able to eat they're going to find you someplace to stay trust and believe um because it was their fault that she missed her connecting flight so you know they're going to find they're going to make all of those um accommodations for you they're going to they're going to just you just calm down you know <laughs> so those are your travel tips for today all right if you're just tuning in you're live right here on two with tuesdays on indie fire with your girl nikia and we are celebrating national drink wine day hold on hold on let me get my sip in oh my gosh Yes. Like for once, I can actually let you guys know that I'm in here drinking. You know what I'm saying? I mean, most of the time, you know, but, you know, I'm going to let you stay with a flavor with me tonight. All right. So when it comes to wine, how many of you guys really know what wine is? I wait for somebody to raise their hand and tell me, like, what, what wine is. All right. So. For those of you of you who may not know, you know what wine is. Of course, it's an alcoholic drink, and it's typically made from fermented grapes. Right? Yeast consumes the sugar in the grapes and converts it to ethanol, carbon dioxide, and heat. I'm trying to remember stuff off the top of my head. All right. Um, there's different varieties of wines. I'm sorry, different varieties of grapes and strains of yeast that produce different styles of wine. Right? So I had a class, uh, for those of you who really, really know me, you know, my real, my real career um, in the hospitality, tourism, entertainment management industry, industry, tourism, right? So one of the classes that I had to take in this last go-round of school um, was Introduction to Wine. (laughs) And... When I first saw the curriculum, I was like, oh, yeah, like, how many times can I take this? You know what I'm saying? How many times can I take this class? And it was actually a part of a certification up underneath the degree. Um, But I was like, how many times can I take this class? You know what I'm saying? And um, because I was super excited because I felt like I knew everything there was to know about wine. When in actuality, I ain't know nothing. Okay, that that class taught me a lot. I ain't know anything, right? So, um, again, um, the earliest known winery um, is 6,100 years and years, 6,100 years old. Um, and it was in Armenia. Um, throughout the history, you know, people have consumed wine for its, to- its intoxicating effects. So when you ask a person, you know, like, why do you drink wine? What do you get out of drinking wine? What does wine do for you? You know, um, now I have to look this up. Um, more than any other type of alcohol, the wine has the uncanny ability to affect more of your senses. Hmm. According to most wine drinkers, wine can easily bring some kind of pleasure, not only to your taste buds, but also to your sense of sight, as well as your sense of smell. And I think I would have to agree with that, like, for all my life, you know, I drank white and brown. And then the older I got, you know, maybe like 30, 
hold up, I'm only 29, so maybe like, all right, let me stop, <laughs> like 30, 32, then I started to, you know, sample the wine, and now I feel like I'm just, I'm a wine connoisseur, you know what I mean, like, I, I know everything there is, and I took that class, actually, I've taken two classes now, <laughs> you know, so I feel like I really know all there is to know about wine, um, but what type of, what type of drinker are you? You know, because we, we drink so many different occasions. And um, when it comes to drinking wine, what, what type of drinker are you? You know, do you drink socially? Um, do you drink emotionally? Do you drink? Somebody was like, what? That was like, yeah, because I be having days like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want a verge and want to strangle somebody. <laughs> so let me get in my little corner, you know, pour me a glass of wine and be done with it. And I'm good. And it, and, and it does that. It will, um, of course, you, you're drinking it, that specific wine because you like the flavor, you like the way it tastes. Um, very seldom do I smell um, the actual wine. Like, I know my go-to wine. So, But when I'm drinking, I don't think I smell it. But it does heighten my sense of smell, right? Then it gives you that really tingly that good feeling, you know, how you got some liquors that will, you know, you take a couple sips and bam, you're feeling it, you know, then you got some of them that creep up on you, you know, hmm. <laughs> um, but then, you know, with wine, it is just like, it's for me, it just, it mellows me out, it calms me down, um, and the, the tingly sensation that I get, like, from head to toe is, again, it's just, it's the beginning process of that mellow, you know, let me just calm down. For me, it is a stress reliever. And, you know, for all of that, I should be drinking like two bottles a day, um, the way my stress levels are set up. But it is a stress reliever. It's, you know, I don't know. I feel like extra, extra grown. When I first started drinking wine, I felt really grown. You know, you hold the glass and um, unlike me, and I did see somebody post today that their, their goblet was like filled to the top. And she was like, it's, you know, it's it's National Drink Wine Day, so I'm I'm turning up today. No, that's my glass every day that I drink. <laughs> you know, we're going to fill that up. We're going to fill it up, all right? So, um, but it, it is, it's that um, tension reliever for me. You know, it relieves a lot of stress. It helps me to de-stress, you know? But then I had another question that was asked, like, does wine or does drinking in general add to your stress? And I thought that was, that's a good question as well, because, you know, people are living really, really healthy now, or at least trying to, trying to take the proper steps to make sure that they're eating right and they're exercising and they're not consuming too many carbs and, you know what I'm saying, and watching their calories. And, and, and I want to throw in that, you know, um, wine, the average serving of wine is five fluid ounces. I'm probably looking at 12 right about now, but five fluid ounces and 123 calories, all right? So if you're somebody like me whose nutrition is, is like you have, you know, they want me to eat, try to eat 1,200 calories a day, I don't, I normally average about 700 calories a day, and I'm going to say about 250 at average from wine, okay? So, <laughs> so I'm going to get them in, but, you know, it's it's not how you want me to get them in, all right? So, I don't think wine is, is that high in calories, is it? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think it's high. 
But nobody said to consume the whole bottle. You know what I'm saying? That's just a serving, one glass. You know, if you're eating um, with dinner, um, if you're eating with lunch, you know what I'm saying, one glass, the average person doesn't gulp wine um, like they would water. You know what I'm saying? They take their time and they sip wine. You know what I'm saying? So um, one glass should be sufficient, you know, for the the regular person, I'm going to (laughs) say. Let me give you a little bit of music right here, all right? This right here, let's say any, meeny, miny, mo. Yes, all right. I'm going to give you, we're going back to South Korea. I'm really feeling nine over in South Korea by way of New Jersey. Um, He's working on his project that's going to be released later this year. I do believe he said June, if I remember. And so we did debut cable service on Saturday, played it again last night. Um, But we had him on the show at the beginning of the month, so... Um, this right here is Warzone 3, and, and he's a Gemini, so he talks about his his um, style of writing being, like, kind of split, like a Gemini. You know what I'm saying? One minute, he's, he's good. He's, you know, he may be flowing, you know, nice 16, um, that everything is, is symmetrical and, and everything goes well together, and then all of a sudden, the next eight, you know, maybe it's just as full of aggression. Like his emotions can take you all over the place with his music, but it works well for him. It all fits together. So this right here is War Zone Nine. War Zone Three. Watch me maneuver, 
I've been waiting on this moment, 100 days, 100 nights. Uh, was on this upon us, best believe we're getting right. <laughs> when I drop the third, I know it's gonna be a fight. Uh, must have got the chopper, so I'm riding for the night. Killing you, your crew, and anybody riding for the night. Yeah, I pick them up like Chancellor, I cancel when I write. And y'all niggas know I'm right. Sign it to the game, yeah. Can't go back to nine, I'm the finest to hold the name, Lord. I'm a classic, man. Niggas really dissing, this is classic, man. Do them how I did them up on classic, man. The whole classic, man. Niggas fucking bitches, but they plastic, man. Niggas moving scary, that's a plastic, man. Fruity in the booty, huh? Snapchat dotting, how you niggas claim you bully, huh? Flashing for the gram, who you niggas think you fooling? Y'all really be looking goofy, dogs belong in the pound. I'm really cooking now, my features go by the ounce, huh? How you talking loud when you dropping without a sound, huh? Shout out to this new generation. I don't even understand what half of y'all be saying. It's like me saying, hey, y'all be like, I'm just playing. Lord, I'm really praying. Bless me, but holy water, I always conquer. Any beat, I'm on our slaughter. Father, any weapon formed against me, let me use it back. They thought that I was missing, and I promised I was coming back. Lie upon my name, and they would never get away with that. I'm about to have these motherfuckers missing. Niggas be like, Jay, who the fuck you even dissing? I just turn around and tell them niggas I'm just bitten. I just recognize the game. Y'all niggas wasn't moving, so I had to make a lane. King of X and I, Lord. Wars on three. Wars on three. Yes, if you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Two Lit Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. We're celebrating National Drink Wine Day up in the studio, right? When all else fails, we will always have wine. That's what I believe. Yes. Hi, speaking of wine. So there's five basic types of wine, okay? Um, we have white wine. Well, let me just, we, we just talk about each one as we go. All right, so we have white wine. Um, many of you may understand that white wine is made of white grapes alone. Well, many of you may think that. But actually, it can be either red or black grapes as well, right? With white wine, um, it provides a character, including uh, a flavor character that includes um, bright, savory, and creamy based on the inputs. Now, when when studying like the different types of wines and the the adjectives used to describe <laughs> wine, when you think of bright, you know, um, savory, creamy based, yeah, all right, whatever, you know, um, recommends varieties of white our Chardonnay, Riesling, um, Moscato. Everybody knows Moscato, right? Okay, that's a white. Um, food pairing for white wine. Creamy cheese, like soft cheese, white bread, meat, fish, seafood, or salad go well with white wine. Okay. Red wine. Um, the production of red wine, red wine is quite similar to that of uh, making white wine with the addition of grapes. Again, grape pip and seed incorporated into the um, fermentation process. Uh, red wine is also fermented. Um, the, the process is almost the process is, of fermentation is higher. There we go. In temperature um, to extract color, um, aroma, and flavors with different levels of concentration um, that will vary 
throughout fermentation. Um, so your red wines, again, you have Merlot, you have Pinot Noir, um, Zinfandel. I like these are all my favorites, too. Um, but to pair a red wine with food, um, like grilled vegetables, white meat, or chicken, um, for a light body red wine, right? For a medium body or a medium to full body red wine, um, also goes well with meat dishes such as steaks, um, burgers, um, smoked meat, uh, and some Asian dishes as well, right? Um, you have rose wine, right? The rose wine has a pink rose color um, to it, and it's made from red or black grapes with a short fermentation time, so about 20 to, no, I'm sorry, about 12 to 36 hours only. Um, there's another process that that is used to make a rose wine that blends red wine and white wine together. Also, um, the flavor of this wine ranges uh, from dry to sweet, and it comes with a pale to dark pink color and lo- lower levels of tannin in it as well. Um, for food pairing, this wine goes well with light flavored dishes like fish, poultry, or fruit. Yeah, that's your fruit wine right there. All right, so dessert or sweet wine. Um, there's no real definition um, for dessert or sweet wine. Shout out to Susie for her Greek sweet wine. Um, and, and that's because the character itself is, you know, sweetness. And it serves um, on the occasion to be ate with dessert after the meal. Right. Um, so, in addition to pairing sweet or you know dessert wine with um, dessert, the wine can also be paired perfectly with smoked meat and soft cheese as well. I like it with soft cheese because you know I don't eat meat. All right. So then we got the sparkling wine. All right. So when you think of sparkling wine, we think you know like celebration, right? The bubbles in sparkling wine are from carbon dioxide that occur naturally um, or specifically are added during the fermentation process. Sparkling wine can be categorized um, by its region as well. So like in Spain, there's cava. and um, Italy, there's Asti or Prosecco, you know, and then um, regions of France have champagne. All right, so if you're if you're holding a party, you know, try to pair sparkling wine with a salad, cheese, fish, or bread. All right, they go well with sparkling wine. Hmm, did I cover them all? I felt like I missed one. I think I got them all. Yes, yes. All right, so um, the biggest online wine store in Thailand now offers free delivery. I don't know if I have any in Thailand or Thai listeners, um, but wine-now, no, wine-now.com, yes, they do uh, wine delivery. Now, you know, there's a lot of places that do wine delivery, and I'm not talking about, like, wine clubs or whatever, but wine delivery, you know, like liquor delivery, they got beer delivery. <laughs> I'm so pissed off because it's not where I am. Like, hell, I'll deliver. You know what I'm saying? Sign me up. I'll deliver. Um but I know I'm not the only one who doesn't like waiting 
you know, for when you're a wine club, um, when you run out, you know, because you don't drunk at all, you don't want to wait for wine club delivery. <laughs> so, you know, you want to call up somebody or go on the app and, and order wine. And so a lot of places you offer that. I think Drizzly. Drizzly is the app, and you can um, just plug in, like, your address or your zip code, and it'll tell you whether or not, you know, they have, you know, your city, your state, your area, or whatever. So um, that, that I think that's a great idea. And it works well for those who tend to drink a lot and when they go out. And so you don't have to worry about, you know, DUIs, DWIs, because you're home, you know, and everything is delivered to you. So I think that was a brilliant idea, brilliant idea. All right, so um, Susie and I are going to embark on a journey probably next month or the month after. She's finishing up, you know, coding classes, and uh, we're going into the wine business. Um, and so, man, I want y'all support. I'm going a, I'm to a worry the hell out of you. You know I am, right? <laughs> you know I am. Um, we're going to have an app. It's going to be linked to, to Indy Fire. She's working on that, you know, as we speak. She's working on that now. Um, but, and we're going to be taking, the, you know, the proper courses and everything. We're going to be legit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be legit. But. In the meantime, there are a ton of um, owned wineries that you can be supporting, all right? And I recommend that you do so. Um, first up, we have Brown Estate. They're located in Napa, California. Um, it is owned by the siblings team, Coral, David, and Deneen Brown. They make wines like Zinfandel, um, Cabernet, um yeah. They are Napa's first and only black owned vineyard. Um two generations. Um and start I think you should start with them. There's also Theopolis Vineyard. It's a small lot vineyard. Um and handcrafted wineries is located in California's prestigious Yorkville Highlands of the Anderson Valley. Uh, Theopolis Vineyards was founded in 2003 by Theodora Lee, known to many in the wine world as Cleopatra, the queen of the vineyards. Yes, queen, I see you. All right, Charles Woodson Wines is a family-owned um, and or is family-owned and managed with a portfolio of premium wines representing the rich diversity of of um, three of their favorite drinks. They, they have water, of course, tequila and, and wine. And so um, red wine specifically. So they have the Merlot. They have the, the Cabernet. They got some more. Um, yeah. Yeah, let me see the McBride sisters. Oh, yeah. The dynamic sister duo of Robin and Andrea McBride. They've been in the wine industry for more than a decade and are the first black sisters to establish their own winery. Um, they were founded in 2010. They actually have sisters who met in their 20s after learning that they shared um, the same father. And their story is proof of the bond that can form over a bottle of wine. And so that's how their story comes to life with the McBride sisters' wine. All right, we have um, In the Jean Cellars, the small family-owned winery nestled in the upper Carmel Valley of California. They're producers of world-class 
um, varietals and noteworthy blends. So Raymond Smith is the owner and winemaker um, of this winery. We got Jay Moss Winery. Wine, winery. <laughs> Jay Moss Winery. Yeah, y'all know Jay Moss, right? The gospel singer? Yeah, I don't think that's the same one. All right, so James and Janet Moss, um, they had a dream of creating high-quality handcrafted small lots of Cabernet from Top Valley um, Appalachians. And so um, that's, that's, that's what they do in Napa Valley. Yeah, they're the producers of high-quality handcrafted lots. Yeah, I got that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> who else do we have? Let's see. Abbey Creek Winery, named after the creek that runs through the vineyard's property in the West Hills of Portland, Oregon. And uh, that's, that's all I have about Abbey Creek. Yeah, but check them out in Oregon. Maison Noir Wines, uh, founded in 2004, they began producing wines for New York City restaurants and released their first label, Mouton Noir Wines, Montgomery Place, um, in and um geez. Later on, um, like two thousand eight, they they produced that wine. Um let's see. Well that's all I have. No, 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 no. Longevity wines incorporated. California winemaker Phil Long um enjoys the challenge of bigger wines but approaches each varietal with the same dedication. And so these are just some Black-owned wineries um, that you should, you know, we always talk about buy black, buy black, buy black, right? So these are just some um, wineries that you can support. Again, the Brown Estate, uh, Charles Wine Company, um, the McBride Sisters. Yes, uh, Seven Sisters is doing awesome, too. They're located in South Africa. Um, they're internationally recognized. It's a black female-owned wine label. They boast everything from Merlot to Rosé. They were founded in 2007. It's a decade-old winery um, that hosts tastings in their tasting room and offers tours of the vineyards upon request as well. So if you're ever in South Africa, in the Stellenbosch region, yes, you want to check out Seven Sisters. Now, I've had their wine, um, and it's, yeah, I support them. I do. I support them. <laughs> so somebody says, like, what, what's your favorite wine? Man, let me tell you. I love everything. Reds, I like Pinot Noir, Zinfandel, Merlot. Um, whites, I like Riesling. I like Pinot Gris. I like um, Pinot Blanc. Uh, but I think red wine sangria from Spain, okay, got to be from Spain, <laughs> is, is my favorite. It's my comfort wine. You know what I'm saying? If I want to be grown, grown, then I actually do drink, you know, Merlot or a Chardonnay or a Riesling. But um, if I just want to sit around and, and drink every day a bottle, mm-hmm. like right now, it's 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 red wine sangria. Um, love it. Love it. It's my favorite. All right. So I hope I was able to enlighten you just a little when it comes to wine, give you some uh, tips on how to pair wine or what to pair wine with. I'm sorry. 
you know, give you some tips on that and my favorites and um, the type of drinker that I am. Because a lot of people just think I, I think you just drink all the time. No, you know, no, I'm more of an emotional drinker, which it does mean I do drink a lot because um, I, I like to bury um, the stress of the day. Again, I said it helps with stress. So I like to bury the stress of the day in my wine, in that bottle. You know, in that bottle. I did read that it's safe. It's safe to drink a bottle a day. Not nine bottles, but one bottle. <laughs> one bottle. Don't do it every day, but if you drink a bottle in a day, you'll be good. You'll be good. That's the stuff that happens, you know, in this world, right? Ah, that might be coming up next. Uh, let me see. Coming back here, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, we will have actor singer Chris Aarons out of Florida here with us. As I mentioned yesterday, uh, Chris is debuting his brand new track that will be released on Friday the 21st. So I'm super excited that we get to drop it here before it comes out. You know how I feel about debuts, right? So that's 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Chris Aarons on Thursday the 20th. Then back here on Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will have conscious hip-hop artist um, Shadow will be here with us, all right? That's all I got for you tonight. You can't make them all. Please, please, please do not miss them all. And you know what I want you to do for the rest of the night? Celebrate National Drink Wine Day with me. This right here is Lorenzo featuring Beans with Click. Don't mind no beans. What's the, what's the, what's the show called? Guys, help me out. Hustle, no, Rhythm and Flow? Rhythm and Flow on Netflix with Cardi and T.I., Chance the Rapper. Yes, Beans was on that show. So this right here is Lorenzo featuring Beans with Click. Have a good night. New York.
make a nigga pull them racks out. She want a nigga blow her back out. Trying to make a nigga pull them racks out. I see you trying to get cool with the click. click. I be in the cut, I don't be up in the mix. They tell you how it was, but I can tell you how it is. I spot a fake phony from the jump, from the get. Yeah, tell that nigga get one. Never catch me holding on to a setback. Got some bigger issues. I ain't got the time to stress. Got to tell her what you want. I ain't never entertaining. When you come up from the basement, it ain't hard to get a head crack. I see you looking from afar, what you looking at. Heard they talking heavy, and when I asked, they took it back. Whatever manner I took it as, it never mattered. You look like the type to get excited, cause you took it last. I'm on the front line, I'll see it from a mile away. I was far with them, but they don't even know how to play. I put in work that I'm out for days. You probably wouldn't see me if you wanted it. Some shit I don't know how to say. Pull them right. 